welcome back to the SEMA show. Two in one day. I'm in my car, in my driveway. And I just wanted to say something before I forgot it, which is you learn something new or you can learn something new every day about your spouse. And I feel like I got some insight today. How did it start? Oh, okay. So we just found out that my spouse's nephew, so my nephew, I'm an only child, so I don't have any nieces or nephews in the bloodline, but I have a bunch in the marriage line, that my like 19-year-old nephew, is that how old he is? Yeah, I think he's going to be 20 in September, is going to be in My Brilliant Friend, which is the HBO series uh, based on the Neapolitan novels by Elena Ferrante. There are four of those novels. I read all four in Italian. Yes, I'm bragging. So, um, so that's freaking exciting. So when the spouse found out about that, he was like, hey, didn't we watch that show? And I was like, well, you fell asleep halfway through the first episode. And he was like, all right, well, put it back on. I want to watch it. So he was watching it last night. And uh, when I came downstairs after a while, he was asleep again. But I actually think he got through like a couple episodes, maybe an episode and a half. Uh, So the next morning, which was this morning, I, what did I say to him? How did this happen? I asked him if he ever had any experiences with Americans. Wait, dang it. How did it work now? How did it work? Oh, I remember. I remember. Nothing to do with it. I mean, it didn't come that way at all. I asked him if he thought the film was accurate in terms of a depiction of Naples, because it doesn't take place in like the historic center of Naples, where he's from, but it's like a slightly more inland, like a part, there's a part in the book where we learn that the young girls had never seen the sea, like they'd never seen the Mediterranean, so they clearly weren't like right up on it. Uh, So I asked him, was it a fairly accurate uh, depiction? Of course, it takes place in the beginning in the 50s, so he wasn't alive in the 50s, but he was like, yeah, it's, you know, that kind of street life and kid life, whatever. Uh, I said, well, what about the violence? I said, did you grow up feeling like you were completely surrounded by violence, whether in the family, in the home, which I know was not the case in his home, but I asked that way, or in the streets or in school. Um, And he was like, no, no, I don't, that's not how I remember it. And, you know, maybe I said, do you ever remember being afraid? And then he said, the only thing I remember being afraid of was the Americans who would come to the Spanish Quarter, where he was living at the time. I guess his family moved a couple times. So uh, if you don't know Naples, the Quartieri Spagnoli, it's like a steep incline off of the main drag, which in some parts is called Via Toledo and in some parts is called Via Roma. I never understand that. But um, they love to switch street names even as you go straight on in Naples. So... um, it's kind of, you know, it's the classic image of Naples, very narrow streets, you know, the laundry strewn or across the way and people doing Neapolitan sign language to each other across the cacophony of the motorinos running around. Um, anyway, I guess American Navy dudes 
uh, you know, because there's a NATO base near Naples. I can't remember the what's the area called. It starts with an L. Lipari? Lika? I don't know. Um, anyway. Um, so they would come and, like, uh, look for sex workers in the Quartieri Spagnoli and Antonio, oh, Antonio, that's his name. His name is Antonio. It's so much easier to just say that. Anyway, Antonio was saying, you know, it was, it was a red light district, you know, a lot of the Bassi, which were the apartments, um, there are apartments, people live in the lowest level of buildings in Naples and those are supposed to be garages. So like they're right on the street. So like everyone's life is just spilling out over it. Anyway, there'd be a lot of red lights, I guess, in front of these Bassi. So he said he was afraid of these Americans because they were always drunk and they'd be loud and fighting and all of this. And then he said when they would really get wasted and rowdy that he and his siblings and everybody else would pour water on them from their balconies, <laughs> which is awesome. But all of a sudden I was like, hang on, hang on. He married an American and came to live in the United States and there's like some trauma because he was little. He said he was about five uh, when this was going on. A little bit of anti-American experience. And so maybe that's why he is constantly saying, ah, oh, the Americans are this and that. And, you know, ugh, we are this and that. We are this and that, aren't we? Um, very critical. But I thought it was a generalized, you know, just Neapolitan dislike of all of their cultures, but I actually think he's got a little trauma. But then he talks about his dad, who used to go down to the port, I guess, a lot and hang out with Americans. He had coffee bars, but I guess he did some other stuff during the war. I can't remember. Um, but he had a fondness for the Americans, you know. So I don't know, a little uh, mixed feelings, a little, um, uh, what's the word? Yeah unprocessed emotions around Americans, which I didn't know until this morning. So, you know, 16 years of marriage, and then you find out that little tidbit. I don't know, something to chew on. So I wanted to let you all know that one before the day was through.